0: Hey nerds, what's going on? Welcome to episode 29 of the podcast, Confessions of a Nerdy Bible College Student. As always, I'm your host, Pastor Luke Reed, and I would like to thank you for joining me this week for our regularly scheduled episode. I hope you enjoy this episode and that it's able to provide some insight and things to think about as you are living your day-to-day, your week-to-week Etc., you got things going on, and you're listening to a podcast. So, hey, how's it going? Um, so I just wanted to start out this week's show by uh talking a little bit about an event that happened within the past couple of days, I believe. I think it was oh, Friday or something like that, it was recently. Um, the uh, tragic events that happened down in uh, Jacksonville, Florida with the Madden Championship Series Tournament event. Um, the If you haven't heard yet, there was someone who opened fire on those who were participating, and uh, they apparently... Um, have confirmed that there were four fatalities and there were 11 people injured, and uh, you know it. It absolutely is a tragedy. Um, you know, I heard about it and I, I couldn't believe what had happened. I, I'm unsure. Um, when I first heard about it, I heard that uh, it was um, someone who was in the tournament and lost, um, but I don't know how accurate that information is, but. Um, Yeah, it's a crazy world we live in where something like this would happen at all, Um, you know, happening at things like schools and stuff, and, you know, it happens, and it's just like, I can't believe that happened. Um, But there is one thing that I just wanted to make sure that um, people didn't think or say or anything like that, because... You know, I hear about something like this, and one of the first things I think is, of course, people, some people, especially people who are um, kind of in their, um, kind of up there in age, let's just say, um, Generation X, some, not all Generation X, but some in Generation X, and uh, definitely baby boomers. Um would probably say something along the lines of, you know, that's typical. That's, uh, you know, you play video games. That's That kind of stuff happens. Mm-hmm. You know, you got violence going on in video games, so you got violence going on in real life. And I've heard that so many times in my life as someone who plays video games. And it's just, it's not accurate for everyone. You know, there's this mental idea that... Uh, you know, if you play a game at all, you won't be able to distinguish between reality and the game. And I mean, sure, that might be an issue for some people, but for most people, that's not an issue. That's, you know, people are very good at distinguishing between, you know, a medium and reality. And sure, it's a more immersive medium than like TV or a book, but still people can tell the difference between when they're playing a game and when they're you know going to and and the other thing too is this isn't even a violent video game it's a football game you know so that's not even a real thing but you know people will say well it's video games period and but no video games do not make people violent it's been proven it's been tested Um, it's just, it's not an issue and, you know, people will take a tragedy like this and twist it into that kind of, uh, statement, that kind of agenda. And no, no, that's, that's not accurate at all in my opinion. So, um, but yeah, uh, prayers to all of those who are affected and who, um, Are in any way involved with this, whether you were there and witnessed the tragedy, or if you were um, one of the parents or anything like that, um, uh, definitely praying for you and the families and everything. So, um, yeah. Um, So for our next segment... I just wanted to move into some of the social media stuff from the past week. So, like I said in last week's episode, I um, was trying this week to post a lot more on social media. And I did just about every day, I think, or every evening, I would post something on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm trying to... uh, post more stuff on Instagram and then from Instagram to Facebook and Twitter um, so I was doing that more and uh, yeah it, it's, it's been really good and uh, also had a poll on Saturday which uh, was really great I got to be able to share it all over the place um, and uh, got a lot of votes got a lot of views too actually we got uh so the the poll, if you haven't seen, it was um, a poll on Spiral Reignited. Just because you know there is a lot of hype for that right now, and um, we saw some stuff Saturday about Spiral Reignited, so it was on my mind. Um, so uh, basically, the poll was whether or not you would be planning to play. Like, only the Reignited Trilogy after it comes out, or if you plan to also play the original PlayStation 1 versions of the game uh, games as well, even after Reignited comes out, being able to play both. And we got a lot of comments. I That was the other thing, too. I um, also said to comment on what game you're looking forward to the most. Um, I actually only got, I think, one comment on that question in particular. Um, but uh, really great vote and uh, it was really close, I'm going to tell you. So we got 231 votes, and with those 231 votes, um, let's see, 124 voted for just the Reignited Trilogy. And 107 voted for playing the PS1 versions as well. So that came to 54% to 46%. That's only like 4% difference. Crazy. Craziness. Um, can't believe how close that was. We got almost 4,000 views on just this one poll. Um, I shared it on like 12 different pl- pages. Um I uh, use use some of the normal groups that I usually post things to, but then I also found a couple of Spyro groups, and I was like, "Well, I, I better uh, better share to those as well because you know people people who uh, are part of those kinds of groups would be the ones to actually um, get involved with that." So um, we had a couple of likes, um, one from my buddy Adam Demerchant, and one from a Stephanie, who also liked the page, so welcome, Stephanie, to Confessions. Um, let's see. We got five comments on the actual pages poll, um, but there were, I believe there were some other comments on some of the other pages. Um, we got John who was the first to comment, saying, I play the originals at any opportunity. One, two, or three will do just fine. Well, I guess that was kind of an answer to the to the um, question, potentially. Um, For more of a challenge, Ripto's Rage is the way to go, as enemies don't drop gems, so you're forced to explore and find secrets. And that brings up a really good point um, that I hadn't actually noticed before, the fact that... Uh, enemies don't drop gems, because most of them, they, they they're whatever it is, goes towards the different uh, arch things, power-ups. So, um, yeah. Um, yeah, Ripto's Rage, I'm, that, personally, that's the one I'm excited for the most probably. Um, however, I am excited to uh, be able to play them all in order that's that's the thing that's got me really excited being able to enjoy one the way that I couldn't because it was the last game that I played and then being able to play two as a remastered game and then being able to play three all the way through and enjoying all of it rather than just playing like 80% of it or something like that I, I was talking to uh, one of Augie's sisters and she said that um, based on where I remember Finishing, um, I was probably about eighty percent done with the game. So, um, yeah, I'll be able to. I'll be able to finally finish it. Um, so that's that's gonna be fun. Um, Ashley says, "Gotta uh, gonna love the remastered version, but nothing beats the original. I love the nostalgia." Tim says, "I want to say I would play the PS1 versions." But I have not gone back to the PS1 Crash games. Only time will tell, I guess. Our friend Sarah says, been playing the PSP version of the first Spyro to help ease the delay. Sigh. Think my fave is Ripto's Rage. Can't wait to see what it looks like in Reignited. See, that that was the one I remembered being the one that actually answered the question. Uh, so thank you, Sarah, for your Nerdy answer to this question, and then we got Chandler. I'm pretty sure. Which, by the way, awesome name. You know, I loved Friends, so yes. I I don't think I've ever met or seen anyone named Chandler before, so uh, other than on Friends, of course. So, um, yeah. Chandler says, "I'll play both. The originals have a special charm that will never go away, and I do kind of agree with that because." They, they they're pretty dope games so um i'm just gonna try to f- see if i can't find um let's see so on one of the pages we got six likes and loves because you know oh three and three so we got three thumbs up and three hearts awesome 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 so on that one um that's on the uh Spyro and Friends page on Facebook. Um, Yeah. Ooh, they've been up for four years. That's awesome. So yeah, join them if you want to talk to other Spyro friends because Spyro friends are really good friends, especially right now with all the Spyro stuff going on. So, let's see. Kyle says, I'm disappointed in the results. I'm guessing he means the uh, voting results because they were probably a lot lower when he commented. That was yesterday-ish. Adam says, Why isn't there a both option? Which I uh, commented on his um, question. Unfortunately pages on facebook only allow you to have two options for polls if you have like a group or something you can have like a bunch of other options and you can make it so that other people can put their own options in as well like add their own options but if you're talking like a page like the confessions of a nerdy bible college student page no you only get two options so facebook please change that it's kind of lame I don't like it. I like to I like to talk about things that are more than just two options. But anyway, um, I told him that I worded it, though, so that the choice is either only the reignited or both reignited and original. So it was kind of a silly question, but uh, I, I informed him of, of what, what he needed to know. So um, our friend Michael... Um gave us a comment that starts with a profanity. So I'm, I'm just gonna um, I'm gonna I'm gonna change that to a frig rather than a uh, what the, what the actual words is. So Frig, I'm reliving the classics before and after. I won't give up my I won't give my PS3 up just for remasters. The originals are the reason why it was made, which is a really great point. Um, And I do agree for sure with that point. Um, Yeah. Let's see. Was there a way to do it that way or did I actually have to go on the pages? Uh, Trying to find... I might... Let's see. Oh, yeah, I can do it this way. Cool, 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 cool. Seven comments on the Ooh, seven comments on the Spyro the Dragon fan club. Also a really great page for some cool people People to hang out with. And on the Spyro Reignited trilogy, we got three thumbs up. So thank you for your support in liking the page and voting. Um so for those set oh and we also got nine likes and thumbs up and hearts. Oh, oh, 7 thumbs up and 2 hearts on the, uh, which one was that? The Spyro the Dragon fan club. And we got 7 comments. Lucas, hi Lucas. Lucas says Bentley looks awesome. And then we have uh, Donna who says Lost my PS1 memory card so those are more of a collector's thing for me. Which is really unfortunate. I remember Back with the PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, um, that was always an issue, especially with the PlayStation 2. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this on any other uh, um, podcast, but uh, when the PlayStation 2 came out, and I, I, I got one um, for my birthday, we didn't get a memory card, we just got the console, and so I played the beginning of a lot of games several times, um, and if I didn't want to do that, I would have to leave the PlayStation two on, so that, that's probably i mean I don't know how well it's doing. I think we still have it at the house somewhere, and it was one of the original ones, not the slim so um but uh yeah yeah there were there were a lot of times when i when I had to start games all over again, especially Kingdom Hearts. That game, I played the beginning of that game probably at least 20 ta- times, ta- tains, times um, just because I didn't have a memory card. And then finally, I'm pretty sure that was the game that was like, okay, I need to get a memory card. Like, this is ridiculous. I want to actually play and finish this game all the way through rather than just playing the beginning of it over and over again. So, um, yeah, I got pretty good at the beginning of that game. So, yeah. Um, but I'm sure you could probably get a PlayStation 1 memory card, like, on eBay or something pretty cheap. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe it's just you don't want to. Whatever. Like, it's cool that you're collecting them and keeping them, and, um, and that's really cool. I, personally, what I would do if I if I was in that situation and I was just keeping them as collector's item, I would probably try to find a spot where um, Tom Kenny, or... Yeah, right? That's that's the guy, right? Tom Kenny? Uh, yes, I want to say yes. Uh, 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 uh. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, Tom Kenny. I was right. <laughs> Jeepers. Got to keep names straight. Um, I would try to find him at some point and... Uh, Get him to sign them. That's what I would do, personally. And uh, maybe some other voice actors from those games that would be... That would probably be my thing if I was keeping them as a collector's item. Uh, Next we have Abraham, who says... Just like with Crash, I'm sure these will be amazing, but I'll always have time for the originals as well. Luis says... I will probably play the Reignited Trilogy more, if only for convenience but I have the original Spyros on my PS3, so I am sure from time to time I will plug it in and give them another play. I am at the moment, which is great. It's great to replay them before before we get the Reignited Trilogy. And, um, yeah, um, I mentioned that, I think, before when I was talking about Spyro, how uh, um, that was one of the main things, that was one of the steps on my path to finding out that the Reignited Trilogy was happening this year was... Uh, finding out about um, them being on the PlayStation 3 and the Vita, but I had already moved on or not the Vita, the PSP. They weren't on the Vita. That was the issue. They they hadn't ported them to the PS4 or the Vita, so I wanted them on one of those so I could play them, but they hadn't done that. But then you know, as time went on, found out that the Reignited Trilogy was coming out, so, so super excited. I don't I don't have my PS three anymore. I handed it down to Liam, and he traded it in for his PS4, so I can't do that. And my PSP, I traded my PSP in for my PS Vita, my original one, which I ended up breaking, and uh, I've got the second one now. Uh, We got Mike, who says, I'll probably play the Reignited Trilogy more, but I'm not giving up on the originals for for the sake of nostalgia. I was trying to mix nostalgia and sake, I... Anyway, um, yeah, that makes sense. I uh, I felt pretty nostalgic playing through Ripto's Rage and um, a little bit through the uh, third game. Um, I don't remember it as well. Um, I mean, I think probably the uh, thing that I feel the most nostalgic about when it comes to Year of the Dragon is the uh, first hub world there, that that gets me feeling kind of nostalgic. Cause like that, that was my first experience with Spyro, like my very first time playing that game, playing a Spyro game period, like was within that hub world. So, and you know, I vaguely remembered some of the other things too. And uh, it's funny, um, you know, I think back and in my mind, the graphics were amazing back then and then, you know, time's gone on, graphics have gotten better, so now, seeing the Reignited Trilogy graphics, it's, uh, it's exciting, cause it, it, for sure, like, I think back, and that's what I remember, like, those are the kind of graphics that I remember that game being in, but, I mean, those were the, those were the, some of the best at the time, um, and we got our friend Erwan, I believe, I, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing that, but, uh, Irwan says Bentley with two, um, they're not smiley faces and they're not frown faces, they're just the line where the mouth is, so just, uh, I'm guessing he's not as uh, excited for Bentley as Lucas is, but, uh, I mean, I think he looks pretty cool. I'm, I'm just excited to be able to play that one again, um, and play it all the way through, and as I've said multiple times, I'm just I'm sy- I'm psyched for that. So, um. and then finally, our last comment comes from Cody, who says, "Hope they might toggle in Spyro's infinite flight ability as one of the new rewarding features. They could plan out how on how to. Well, thank you everyone for your." comments, your uh, thoughts on what is going to happen with Spyro as time is going on and as we draw closer to the Reignited Trilogy becoming a reality. Um, let's see. I need my notes. I need my notes. I think well As far as social media goes, the last thing I did want to mention is I did want to give a shout-out to my friend Jacob Moore, who mentioned in a post the other day that he was looking for some new podcasts to listen to, especially since he um, was making the trip up to Kingswood, Probably this weekend, I imagine. It's, uh, mo- it was move-in day yesterday, and uh, people are going to be traveling this weekend to go back to Kingswood. Um, if, if you haven't seen on Facebook yet, this, uh, this episode is a little broken because some of it I recorded on Wednesday. My computer crashed. I was able to salvage what I recorded, but it is now Sunday, and I am finishing the recording for this episode now on Sunday. So this episode is a little broken, and I apologize for that. Um, but, you know, we'll just swing with the punches or whatever. I, I, roll with the punches. There we go. That's that's how the phrase goes. But anyway, yes, Jacob, um, I hope you uh, were able to listen to some good podcasts because... Uh, I know that's what I like to do when I travel. I like to listen to podcasts. Um, I'll actually save a bunch. Like if I if if a, bu- a bunch of new ones have come out, I'll uh, not listen to them. I'll hold off on listening to them and wait until um, I'm traveling, and then I'll listen to a whole bunch of them because it really it makes the trip go by so much quicker. Um, it, it's a long trip so I know that um, it can it can drag on especially but with when you when you're by yourself and I, I've always done the trip by myself well when, once I got a car you know I did the trip by myself so I know for sure what that is like to have to go um, through the trip by yourself and uh, podcasts definitely help because it gives you you um, another voice you know so it's not just your own thoughts um going on you know i mean sure music you know it's other voices and stuff but there's something about like the conversation that happens in a podcast that uh really just it makes it feel like you're a part of something and it's not just you sitting in the car watching the watching the scenery go by um and it just it really helps with everything. And I have my notes, great, very great. Um, okay, so let's move on to the next segment in this week's show, um, the nerding out segment. What I've been nerding out about this past week, um, there's been a lot. Obviously, Spyro um, has been a big thing that uh, has been. There's been a lot of stuff going on with that, and you know I just we were just talking about it in our social media segment. So uh, yeah, big thing with that. Um, I have been able to finish and actually platinum Assassin's Creed Origins, which is very exciting. Very glad that I uh, was able to finish that finally. Um, Got the uh, DLCs to play through and finish those and get me to complete 100% because the trophy looks weird because it's like, it's at like eighty something percent because I haven't done the DLCs, but I've got the platinum, so um, I do want to finish it. And I was checking to see, and I think I think I have um, seven platinum trophies altogether. So another one, another one for the uh, collection. I was, I actually got kind of frustrated when I was looking through because um, it would be eight. This would be my eighth platinum trophy, but the new Ratchet and Clank game. Just wouldn't give me the platinum trophy. It just, it just wouldn't, wouldn't get, let me get have that last trophy, so I could get. So I'm sitting at like ninety some odd percent with that game, because, and I, I played through it like five times, and it just, I, ugh, that game has me frustrated. I went through checklist over checklist. I, basically, the trophy was just to use the Groovatron on every single enemy. I'm pretty sure I did that. Like. At least five times, and still didn't get the trophy. So, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the issue is. I I did all the ones that people commonly miss. I I don't know. I don't know what it was. Um, I was actually almost um, done with the assess with the assassins when I was finishing up Assassin's Creed Origins. Um, there was one trophy I missed, and it was. Um, uh, doing all the locations and um, I thought I had done them all um, but I was looking and people were talking about there's some common ones that you could miss and I looked and I hadn't missed those Um, and then another thing said that if you turn your brightness all the way down and look at the map you might see a question mark pop up so I did that It's exactly what happened there was a question mark that I had missed and so I just I went and I did that last thing and I think it was just like a treasure thing and there were some snakes, and, you know, so I just... I don't know about other um, people who played Assassin's Creed Origins, but uh, usually with the snakes, I wouldn't even bother, like, using a weapon. I'd just throw torches at them and watch them burn, like, just because it's not worth it to shoot them or anything. Sometimes I would. Some There were some areas where I, I needed to, um, but usually it would just be more fun, especially because the flame mechanics in that game are amazing. Um just love the flame mechanics in that game. They just they work so well and they're so cool. Um, yeah, um, in my show notes, I said st- I've been nerding out about Star Wars, um, which which is true. There's been some Star Wars stuff, um, some Battlefront 2 stuff I haven't played in a long. I haven't played that game in a long time, but apparently there was a thing. Where people were upset, because it looked like in one of the screenshots that was presented by EA, there was a droidica, and so people were upset about that, so, um, that's a thing. And, I understand, like, EA has just been having a real hard time with their, with Battlefront, and, yeah. Yep, yep. Um, yeah. You know, all different kinds of stuff. There's resistance coming. There's Clone Wars coming. There's the Disney streaming service, which will have some of the stuff. Like Star Wars is. It's there's some there's some good stuff happening, and uh, I I talked a little bit last week about good Star Wars stuff that's happening and stuff that I think would be cool to happen, stuff like that. So um, haven't haven't gotten I've got. Some comics, a couple weeks of comics that I need to catch up on at some point. Um, maybe this week or next week. I don't know. I'll 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 get in eventually and get get the comics that I'm missing. Um, been nerding out and watching the some of the Halloween movies, um, like the the title, the Halloween movies. You know, Michael Myers, that kind of thing. Um, it was, I mean, I hadn't watched them before, and, um, there's a new one coming out this year, and, well, I, let me, let me clarify, I had watched, um, the, uh, H2O episode, or, uh, not episode, um, movie, um, it's not Star Wars, um, and, uh, I thought it was pretty cool, but um, it, I mean, I didn't really understand what was happening. I think after watching the other ones, uh, I'll be able to understand it a little bit better. Um, it was it was just on Netflix, and I think it was the only one on Netflix. They didn't have any of the other Halloween movies up there, so I watched it. Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, speaking of which... That's really... That was that was one of the weird things for me watching these movies. Because I've seen Jamie Lee as um, an adult for most of my life. Like, when she does stuff, she's an adult. You know, like Freaky Friday. That was one of my childhood movies. And she was the mom and everything. And uh, so to see her as a teenager is... It was interesting. I couldn't quite see her as a teenager. Like, she she definitely looked like it but at the same time she didn't and i think that might just be because of you know what what i grew up seeing her as it just it was it was hard to really really see her as a as a teenager and she she might not have actually i don't know i don't know how old she was when uh they did those movies but uh she could have been older i know uh just uh within um you know, we got uh, Tom Holland doing Spider Man, and he's like 21, 22, something like that. I can't remember, uh, but he's playing a fifteen year old. Like, so it it happens for sure. There are definitely there are definitely people who uh, are older and play younger characters. It's absolutely a thing. Um, and it, it was funny. Uh, I was talking with someone about that the other day, actually, and they were like, "Well, he doesn't like physically look like a." Like a fifteen-year-old, like his body isn't built like a fifteen-year-old's body, and I was like, "Well, I mean, he is a spider, like he's Spider-Man, so it kind of works because Spider-Man develops, you know, like like uh, the whole um, the whole sequence in the Sam Raimi films, or in the first one where um, Toby Maguire's Peter Parker." wakes up the next morning, and he's, like, super buff, and he wasn't the day before, and he can see without his glasses and everything, so, um, that was, that was my logic, I was like, well, he's got the strength of a spider, so he, he looks like Spider-Man, I guess, in that way, so it works, I guess, but, uh, yeah, um, and speaking of Tom Holland and the MCU, um... We actually had an event with the uh, Overflow this past week, um, where we put on Infinity War at the church uh, on the big screen, sp- on the big screen like the projector and everything. It was, it was a fun, it was a fun event. Um, unfortunately, I needed to work on a paper, so I was doing that while the movie was going on. But I, I, I saw the movie like three times in theaters, so <laughs> I'm I'm kind of uh, Infinity War out. Out. Infinity Ward out. <laughs> uh, uh, the puns. Um, so I mean, yeah, that was that was fun being able to do that. Um, oh, and last week, I don't know. Yeah, that's that's another thing because um, that would have been after last week's episode was recorded. Um, speaking of Marvel. Um, Last Thursday, I got together with um, my friend Alex on Overflow Thursday night, and uh, we were anticipating having other people there, but uh, no one else really came, unfortunately, but uh, we got to sat down, and we figured out how to play Legendary, and it was pretty awesome. Like, neither one of us knew how to play, so just sitting there going through the rules trying to figure it out like it was it was great it was really a fun time and he had fun he, he was saying he hasn't done something this nerdy in a long time and uh, I, I, I got a kick out of it I was I was glad they were able to do it I I wanted to go into it like like I don't know how to play you don't know how to play let's learn how to play together kind of thing um, that, like that was what I was planning to do with because I it was kind of last minute, I've been focused on papers and everything, so um, I thought, well, let's just play Legendary, let's just learn how to play together, you know, whoever comes, they won't know how to play, probably, I don't know how to play, we'll figure it out together, you know, and uh, so we did, and it was a lot of fun, and I can't wait to get other people together and play it, especially because with the expansion pack that I got, the Secret Wars, it adds so many other layers to the game. And uh, it's super cool. So, um, really excited to try it out again and then try it out with um, the expansion pack. I sorted those cards out too, actually, so we could um, implement that if we want to into the next game. And uh, especially because, like, um, so with that game, there's. Um, there's actually a solo mode, which I didn't know about, and I thought that was pretty cool. So I might try that at some point, play by myself, um, just for fun. And um, but um, with the, with the game, you play with you know one to I think six people, and um, you try to stop the mastermind from um, getting the villains to like take over the city do whatever it is their plot is. They've got a scheme and they're trying to do it. and um, So it's really fun um, because it's basically you versus the game, but the Secret Wars expansion actually makes it so that the Mastermind is a playable character. So somebody can play as the bad guy and everyone else is playing against them. So really, really cool uh, element that's added there and uh, I, I would really like to uh, be able to do that at some point. Um, as as well as play the regular game. The regular game by itself is super fun anyway. Um, but then to add that to it, it just it's, it's super cool. I'm excited to play more of it. Um, and I think the only th- other thing really nerdy that I've been doing, um, trying to finish up That Hideous Strength, which is the third book in the... Uh, C.S. Lewis's space trilogy. Um, it's very difficult to get into just because with the first two books, um, it was very focused on a, a person, this specific character, and um, and then in this third book, it they haven't shown up yet, and I don't know if they do show up, uh, but. Uh, it focuses on completely like different scenery, different characters, and um, because it's Lewis, some of the language is a little bit tricky to really understand and get into. Um, but it's it's been pretty enjoyable. Um, I enjoy the the space trilogy and uh, the the messages that they bring, uh, the books bring um, to to readers. That, very good stuff. Very uh, well written, allegorically. I was telling my grandmother about the series and kind of breaking down some of the some of the thoughts and the things that happen in it, and she was just like, "Wow! Like, can you imagine having that kind of imagination? Like, you have to have had just like such a vast imagination just to even come up with things like that." And I'm just like, "Yeah, yeah." Pretty pretty, uh, pretty good uh, imagination there that he was able to come up with what he did. Um, so I think that'll end that segment. I don't think there's anything else really that I've been doing. Um, yeah, not really. Um, except for um, when it comes to the next segment, which is prayer requests and praises. Um, so I have a praise for this week. I have a job. I finally, finally have been able to get work. I, um, I was approached last Sunday by a gentleman who has been working right along on a project for the cousin of one of the other members of the church. Um, she has like a summer camp house building thing, um, out by one of the beaches of, uh, off of Lake Ontario and um, she needed the house uh, stripped of the paint that was currently on it and uh, you know you gotta sand it and you gotta do all that stuff and then repaint it basically you know make it look nice and um, exterior work a lot of exterior work and uh, the gentleman approached me and said he needed help and uh, willing to pay $12 an hour for the job and I was like yeah okay So I put in 40 hours this past week, um, working right along, um, Monday to Saturday. And, uh, it, it was, it was a good week. Uh, definitely feeling really tired after working, um, that much and, uh, the physical manual labor and everything. And, uh, yeah, it it was, it was a, it was a crazy week and, uh. Trying to do that on top of schoolwork and everything—it's—it's been—it's been a challenge, but uh, a welcome one. And um, I'm I'm working hard, trying to and trying to get assignments done uh, today. I'm planning to work on an exegesis for one of my classes because that's due on Friday, next Friday, and then I've got an assi- another assignment due on Monday. But those are my last two final assignments, and then I'm done with the, like, class stuff for the Masters, and then I just have the final project for the Masters, so, you know, that, I mean, that's school, you know, so if you could be praying for those things, um, the finishing up of my Masters, um, I'm getting real close to being done, and uh, definitely going to need the drive to finish Uh, These last few things strong, and especially with the limited time and everything. um, You know, I I was trying to work right along, work real hard. I wasn't trying to procrastinate. Um, I might have a little bit, but, you know, it just. With everything going on, it's been a struggle. Um, The last week, uh, I was having a hard time with that assignment that I was planning to focus on last week, and I didn't end up finishing it until. Um, This past Thursday, I finished it and uh, got it completely done. Um, And so I was planning to try to um, work on my exegesis yesterday, but I just couldn't with everything else I was trying to do. So I said, well, I'll just work on it Sunday after church and uh, um, finish it up. Hopefully before Friday (laughs) Really, really hoping I can Work, work right at it While I'm, uh, doing everything else And then, you know, trying to do ministry And everything, it's just It's been a crazy, crazy week And, uh, so hopefully I can get all that done And then, you know, trying to Find, uh, my next Steps, um As far as ministry work Goes, um still just relying on God for that because, you know, I, I, I got other stuff I got to focus on, you know, at the moment. And uh, so I'm just leaving it in his hands and I, I need to do that anyway. I need to not obsess with it. Um, it's all in his timing. He's got the perfect place for me. Um, he's, he's setting it all up and getting me ready to go there and do um, what he has for me to do. And I'm just trying to trying to not focus on the um, lack of it now, you know, not having it immediately. Um, Trying to focus more on uh, just doing what he has right in front of me right now and allowing him to work out the rest, you know, so. um, Yeah, that's what I got going on with that. Uh, Finally, let's dive into our topic for today's show, we got the fifth episode this week of The Games That Made Us, our uh, series where we take a look at some of the games of days past and how they have um, affected our lives and everything like that. I'll probably have a poll up later. um in relation to this, and I think it'll be a good one, I think it's probably the one uh, that people are have been maybe waiting for, um, because it's a big one, and uh, yeah, it uh, it's where things got real, for sure, in the uh, console war, but today we're going to be talking about the PlayStation 3, now this was a pretty awesome system, I think this was the first system that I purchased myself, like the first console that I purchased myself. Um, I had been working at um, the uh, hardware store, local hardware store, and uh, I had some money, and I was able to go to Walmart and purchase it. Um, It was just after I had had a bike accident um, on my pedal bike. Um, I had fallen and hurt myself pretty bad, and uh, I wasn't really able to walk very well so um, cuz i had hurt my knee and uh so i had crutches and we got to walmart and i got one of those motor chairs and it was great i went and got the ps3 and it was it was a lot of fun i uh remember that day pretty fondly just cuz it was it was the first time i'd like needed one of those scooter things and so i used it and it was fun um But we've got a top 10 list, which actually I had a hard time finding a good top 10 list for the PlayStation 3 just because, you know, there were a lot of games that weren't, like, exclusive. They were kind of, you know, for multiple consoles. And I wanted to try to find a list that not only reflected a lot of what the console itself had, but what it did um, specifically on its own two legs. And I think this is a good one. It comes from... The top tens.com. It's their uh, best PlayStation 3 only games, um, which I know of at least a couple that aren't totally exclusive to the PlayStation 3 uh, necessarily because I have them, but uh, on the PlayStation 4. So um, I think I will look at some of the uh, contenders first, because there's some really good contenders, actually, within the top um, 20, and then we'll look at the top 10, and then I'll give my games for the uh, PlayStation 3, my top games that I really enjoyed playing. So, at number 20, we've got Resistance 3. This wasn't actually a game I played, unfortunately. I played the first two Resistance games, but I didn't get to Resistance 3, unfortunately, so... Um, at number 19, there's Nino Kuni Wrath of the White Witch, which is a game I recently discovered. I, I had heard, I think, I'm pretty sure this is the game that um, a friend referenced as the uh, Studio Ghibli equivalent of a video game. And um, unfortunately, I wasn't ever able to pick it up and play it, but it looks pretty great and I hope it gets ported over to the PlayStation 4 or onto the Vita because I would love to be able to play it and then be able to play Nino Kuni 2 because that just recently came out. Uh, At number 18, we got Killzone 3. Never really got into the Killzone games. Um, I I think I played a demo of Killzone 3 at one point, but uh, never actually played any of the Killzone games myself. At number 17, we got Journey, which... Fantastic game. I loved that game on the PlayStation 3. That was that was definitely a favorite. Uh, as far as how simple a game could be and yet so compelling of a story. It was it was fantastic. I loved it. I loved um 100%ing it. I don't think that was, I don't think it had a platinum trophy, so that's why I don't have a platinum trophy for that, but I did 100% it. So, I did get all of the trophies for that. Number sixteen, we have Resistance: Fall of Man, which is one of the games I did play. It was actually pretty decent, uh, first-person shooter, uh, alien invasion game. It was kind of weird, but it was it was pretty good. I thought there were some some parts that were challenging. Um, made it a little challenging to really get past some parts. Number fifteen, we got Little Big Planet Two. Um, I th- think I might have played a little bit of it. Never actually played. I don't think I ever really played much of either Little Big Planet games, and the first one will come up later. Um, but uh, yeah, those 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 were exclusive games for PlayStation. They were pretty good. Some people enjoyed them. I, you know, I I, I believe I have them, but uh, or I had them for the PlayStation Three, and I might have. I'm pretty sure LittleBigPlanet 3 was a free game for PS Plus at one one point or something. Number 14, we got Ratchet & Clank Future colon Tools of Destruction. Really weird uh, title there. I think that was one of those Ratchet & Clank games that I wanted to play, but I never ended up playing, actually, unfortunately. Um, Although I was kind of... I had a weird relationship with Ratchet & Clank... Because I didn't get into the series until like... I think up your arsenal. That was it was kind of like Spyro. How I never actually... And you know, Insomniac Games. So... Uh, <laughs> never actually played them in order, unfortunately. Um, I've heard good things about the original Ratchet & Clank. Especially compared to the new Ratchet & Clank movie... Slash game... Thing. I don't know. Um, apparently... Apparently the new one's not as good as the original. There were some benefits that the original had that the new one doesn't, so... But uh, I thought it was pretty good, other than that stupid trophy. (laughs) Um, But yeah, Ratchet & Clank, there's some good games. Number 13, we got Beyond Two Souls, which was a game I wanted to play, but I never ended up getting, but it was free on PS Plus for PS4 recently, so I do have it now. Number twelve, we've got Demon Souls. You know, Dark Souls, Demon Souls, that whole stuff. Not really my cup of tea, personally. Um, And then we got another Wretched and Clink future game, A Crank in Time. That's you know, it is what it is. All right, now we're into our top ten games for the PlayStation Three. Number ten, we got Little Big Planet. As I said, Little Big Planet games come up. Number 9, we got Heavy Rain, which was a game I wanted to play for a long time, but never ended up getting, but I think that one as well was another free game for PlayStation 4 for PS Plus, so I think I have that one and Beyond Two Souls, and I think those two games are connected, I could be completely wrong, they might just be made by the same company or just have similar styles or something, I can't remember what it is, but I'm pretty sure I remember hearing something about them being connected in some way, um... I'm pretty sure I have both of them for PS4, so I could play them. Um, Number 8, which I'm glad it's at number 8, and that the other game also made it into the top 10, is Infamous, which was probably, I would put that, for my personal list, I would probably put that at number 1. Those two games, I would put the series at number 1, honestly. Because Infamous was a fantastic game series. Uh, the second one kind of took some detours and changed things a little bit, and it was kind of weird. Um, and the first one, I don't know, it had some it had a, some kinks. I mean, I, I played it, I think I played it like six times um, because I played good and evil. Um, maybe it was only four. Because I know, I, it, I'm pretty sure it was one of the games where I lost all of the... Uh, I lost everything. I'm pretty sure I had the Platinum Trophy for it, but I lost everything um, because the PS3 system was dumb. Um, And things at the time for me were dumb, so I lost everything. Um, All of my save files and my trophies and everything, everything was gone. Um, But uh, maybe not... I might not have gotten the Platinum, I can't remember. But anyway, I did go back and play them when they were free, I think that was part of the. Uh, I think that was one of the games. that was part of the um, apology for PSN being down because they were hacked. Um, so I got it through that and played through it again, both good and bad, and uh, and I'm pretty sure I played through the second game a few times. Like six times. I think I needed to. I can't remember. I know I played both of them a lot. Um, fantastic games. Um, really, uh, I would have thought that Sucker Punch was going to be the ones doing the uh, Spider Man game or something like that just because of how they were able to capture what it felt like to be a superhero, like a person with superpowers in the real world, in these games, and that's, that's one of the reasons I love them, like, I felt like I was, like, immersed in the comic book world, like, I felt like I was a superpower, a superpowered person, um, and, you know, electricity, if I was given the choice in superpower, I'd probably say either electricity or, um, in some way being able to control fire, like, those, one of those two would probably be my go-to, um, so it was just fantastic game absolutely number one for me um and then probably at number two i'd probably put the uncharted series which they put uncharted drake's fortune at number seven you know basically indiana jones in video game format number six we got metal gear solid four guns of the patriots can't really talk about metal gear solid that much because i'd never really played it or got into those kind of games but uh some people did, and they love them, and they're fantastic. And you know, ten out of ten for them. So, you know, they got a they got a pretty good game on the PS3. So, good job. At number five, we got Infamous Two. So, you know, like they're two games away from each other. Fantastic. Um, number four, we got God of War Three, which actually is another game that I have on the PlayStation Four. Um, and I played the uh, first two games on the PlayStation 3. I was able to get the like collector's edition of those games on the PlayStation 3, and I have the third game on the PlayStation 4. So um, I, at some point, need to play that. And then I'll probably play the new God of War game that came out this year. So that, that those are on my list of games to play. Um At number three, we have Uncharted 3, Drake's Deception, which, okay, um, (laughs) that's funny. They got number three, Uncharted 3, Drake's Deception, and number two, Uncharted 2, Among Thieves, which, um, personally, I would not have put three above one. Um, I would put two over one um, in my my list, because two was an amazing game. Um, one was really great. Three, at least story-wise, it was... I don't know, it felt like it was lacking for me. I didn't quite... I don't know if it was just something I missed or what, but it, it felt very weird. It, the, the story of it felt very weird and uh, um, compared to the first game and the second game. Um, there was just something about it that I didn't quite click with. It, it just felt too... Up in the air. Like, it felt like it posed questions and didn't answer them. And that really bothered me about how that game went and ended. Because um, they... Well, I mean, they set it up. They, they, Really what they did was they set it up for the next game. Um, but at the time, I didn't know that. Um, the whole idea of uh, Drake not actually being Drake... Um, Nathan being somebody else and um, took the name Drake um, because of things and reasons and they didn't address that until the next game which they do address it but it just at the time it felt weird and I didn't like, it felt like, like I said, it felt like they were posing the question and didn't answer it, just kind of left it, and it felt weird, and I didn't like it, um, so that's why I would put it lower, um, or I would have, maybe, before I played 4, but now that I've played 4, I might not put it so low, I don't know, I don't know, Uncharted, it's good stuff, and, uh, It's funny, because top three games in this list are all Naughty Dog games, because number one, we have The Last of Us, which, again, funny game, uh, because I didn't actually play it on the PlayStation 3. That was the first game I played on the PlayStation... Or, maybe not the first game, but one of the first games I played on the PlayStation 4, because they um, made it for both as a kind of thing. Um, My buddy Isaac, he got well first I think he had an Xbox One and asked if he could keep it in our room and I said no it's a piece of garbage (laughs) and uh, so I think he ended up keeping it on Brandon's side of the room I'm pretty sure that was when that was second year I think and then he he ended up taking it and he traded it in for a Playstation 4 (laughs) All because of my hatred towards Xbox. Uh, yeah, good times. But he got he got uh, Last of Us and um, Infamous Second Son and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, those were the first couple of games that I played on the PlayStation 4 were Last of Us and Infamous Second Son. Um, I liked The Last of Us as it was. Like the way it went, I thought it was good um, for the most part. I felt kind of weird towards the end um, because of the moral dilemma, right? Like, saving the girl or saving the world and ended up choosing saving the world or saving the girl, not saving the world, saving the girl over saving the world. Um, Yeah, I I felt weird about that. And then um, with the DLC that made me feel even weirder, and then, as I've voiced my opinion, the second game just takes it another step further, so, um, unfortunately, I, uh, I don't know if I'm gonna end up playing the second game, but, uh, maybe at some point I, I might, I don't know, but, uh, yeah, so, I would say those are game, some of those are some of my top games for the PlayStation 3, there were some... Really great games. Uh, another mentions were Eco and the Shadow of the Colossus collection, um, even though those were both PlayStation 2 games, I believe. Um, I would not have known a thing about Eco if it hadn't been for that. And uh, I played through that, and I obviously knew Shadow of the Colossus. Like, that was one of the big things of the PlayStation 2 way back when. And uh, so. Um, I would definitely say that as an honorable mention... Because I got that and I played through Shadow of the Colossus... And I was I was finally able to play it myself... You know, because I, I think I might have mentioned at one point... Um, I was able to play a little bit of my brother's copy of it... Um, but I never got to play like... I never got to own it and I never got to... Um, play through it entirely myself... Until I got the... Uh, Eco and Shadow of the Colossus collection... Um, so, yeah fantastic game um another list said that they put mod nation racers in their top 10 and I, I think i only played the vita version of the game and it was it was pretty good i mean it's, it's like mario kart and stuff like that i mean it was it's, it's that kind of thing so if you're into that kind of thing that's there um resistance 2 that uh that actually is way back in this list, almost to 30, um, which I wouldn't put it that low. I thought Resistance 2 was a pretty good game. I just wish I had been able to play the third game. Um, I liked the direction they took Resistance 2, actually, um, compared to the first one, especially because it felt weird playing as the guy who was mute in Resistance 1 and then uh, finally being able to talk in Resistance 2. The, it was kind of like a Jack and Daxter kind of thing versus Jack 2. Um, for the PlayStation 2. Um, yeah, Jack and Daxter Collection, you know, that wasn't exactly an uh, um, exclusive for the PlayStation 3, but, you know, it was, uh, it was a thing. I, You know, I honestly was hoping that we would get Kingdom Hearts 3 on the PlayStation 3, but I'm glad they uh, decided to wait and they're going to put it on the PlayStation 4 because I think it's going to look fantastic from what I've seen of it. Um, yeah, yeah, we, we had some great games with the P- PlayStation 3, um, some, some really great stuff, you know, that's how we got Uncharted, that's how we got Infamous. I hope, well, I, I don't think, I mean, I know, I know Sucker Punch has moved on to their next project, that, uh, game that we talked about at E3, um. But uh, I hope they end up doing more with Infamous, or they give it to another company who can do more with it. And um, and speaking of superhero video games, I probably should have mentioned this earlier at the top, or more towards the uh, nerding out segment. I'm pretty sure the Spider-Man game is coming out soon for the PlayStation 4. Um, really excited for that. Like really excited for that. I uh, can't wait. Um. I might need to pick it up maybe I don't know I mean it's probably like $60 dollars and one of the main reasons I got Spyro was because it was only 40 for three games but uh, um, but I don't know if I want to buy it like day one especially with the backlog that I have uh, I think I might hold off and uh, finish some other games first and then and then play that at some point so um uh but that's it for this week's show I think it's gonna wrap things up thank you so much for listening and for this week's question what were some of your favorite PS3 games uh you can leave a comment on any of the social media platforms or anything else like that um you can find the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Podcast Addict, and Stitcher. Still working on getting stuff up on YouTube. Um, trying to figure out when I can stream stuff onto uh, YouTube and Twitch. Um, I, especially with the new job and everything, I, I don't know. Um, I'm gonna try to do that maybe at some point. I gotta try to figure that out because I mean I want to stream like at night. But I'd have to come to the office unless I take my stuff home. But then I gotta do it at the point where my parents aren't sleeping. So I don't know. I'll figure things out and get back to you on that. Um, and how we do things as far as streaming and all of that. And. Um, with the technical difficulties I've been having with my computer, hopefully I can get everything up on YouTube, but I don't know for sure. I don't even know if this episode is going to be able to be finished and put up and everything. I don't know. We'll see. Um, you can connect with me through Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, you name it. Just type in CNBCs podcast um, with all caps for CNBCS and the P in PODCAST. Um, the show should pop right up their social media platforms you can send me an email to cnbcspodcast at gmail.com it's a place where you can connect with me you can connect with me through my personal accounts um, just type in my name Luke Reed capital L-U-C capital R-E-E-D um And in closing, this has been Confessions of a Nerdy Bible College Student. I'm a nerd, I'm a Bible College Student, and these have been my confessions. Next week, we'll probably continue our series of the games that made us with part six. Um, Probably won't have someone else to hang out with, but we'll see. But until next week, stay nerdy, dive into the word, and have a blessed rest of your week. Thank you.